So we will introduce you, and nice. then we will go. I'll just be quiet until you use my name, I guess. Okay, and where? That's going to be hard. That's okay. We're excited to interview how do you. you. How do you say your name? Rodenizer? <laughs> Rodenizer? I want you to say it wrong, just <laughs> so I can... So you can Correct. come and be like, no, it's excuse me. Ro- Roden. Roden. Heiser. Okay. Oh, Rodenheiser. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm How do you say your last name? Black. Oh, I, I had it so wrong. <laughs> what, do you, what did you think it was? Blech. Oh. <laughs> That's what it looks like with the hard CK at the end, Blech. Sounds cooler. Doesn't it? I was made fun of as a kid for that last name. Get out. You should go to those people's houses and go, look at me now. Well, now that I'm in Salem, it's the cool kid last name. That's right. You've moved to where you belong. But yeah, they would go for any other color under the sun. Like, what are you, Sarah Orange, Sarah Purple? So you must have lived in the Midwest then. I did. Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. How how did, what gave it away? What was the accent? No, making fun of the last name. Oh, okay. Black. So uh, unoriginal. I bet it went further. Yeah, probably went. See, now I'm glad we're doing this off. No, it's recording. Oh, oh, recording. I have it just just in case. All right, just I'll say that a few more times. Blech, (laughs) in case you want to use it as a soundbite. Blech. I'll probably throw it at the end of bloopers. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sarah. Blech. Oh my god. What about Lily? What about it? Lily. Oh, you're Lily. Yes. What's Lily? Isn't it? Lily. I like that. That sounds fancy. It could be right? French, though. I'm English, and we don't like that. Oh, you don't like Lillet? Yeah, no. It oh, almost it sounds fun. a little Scottish, doesn't it? It is Scottish. Lillet. That could be okay. Right. I could do that. Hi, I'm Jeff Lillet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Sarah Blech. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Thanks. That was fun. Rodden? No. Oh. Roden. Roden. Oh, Roden. God. Heiser. Thank God Roden for editing Heiser. that you guys say you do, but you never do. Oh, I edit Like, we're sh- going to edit that out. Sometimes they leave things in. I love it when you, we're like, we're just going to hit this part out. I love it. <laughs> like Rod and Hoser. Wouldn't be the first time, so. I'm not upset. Well, don't you guys bring water? Don't no, you, like not, professionals? Not Jeffrey gets all of his water the day prior. So. Oh, I heard that on your, the, <laughs> I yeah. forget, we guys talking about how you consume liquids. I think about that all the time. I did it for New Year's Eve. I was like, oh, got to drink a lot the night before because I'm right, not like going to use this water up. until tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like you're, what like are we, you're, camels? Yeah. Or some weird chipmunk. Well, then, you're hyd- then your, your body takes time to hydrate. You don't just drink and you're automatically like hydrated. It doesn't work like that. Right. But also, Sarah's right. We don't store water like camels because then we have like a growth. <laughs> Like, oh, th- Jeff, That's I see my water hydrated. for tomorrow. Yeah. You help it along. You I mean, it. I guess maybe if you, if you drank water consistently and constantly, then it'd be fine. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to do a thing. Let me drink a quick thing of water real quick. That's not going to do you any good for the next few hours. No, no. I guess hikers have it wrong. <laughs> yes. Forget those little, you know, forget that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's not doing you much good was, at that point yes. in time. Well, I was told if you start to sweat then it's too late. You mm. should have hydrated already. Yes, there is that as well. Small bladder, no water. That's my motto. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Salem Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Jeffrey Lilly. And I am Sarah Black. And we are, where are we? 
We're in a wizard's office, cave, office. At Professor Spindlewink's World of Wizardry. Probably one of the coolest locations we've gotten to do an interview. Yes. And we are sitting down today with Eric Rodenheiser, a staple of Salem tourism since 2005. So uh, welcome, Eric. Wow. Thank you. That was that was all accurate, by the way. Except for I would think it's a wizard's chamber. 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 Yeah, they there use the go. word chamber. It's okay. like a, okay. out of respect. For the wizards. For the wizards. Obviously chamber. We don't have chambers. No. Pots, maybe. But chamber pots. Those are for different yes. people. Yeah. Especially enchanted ones. Um, wow. We already... Bed, bed, bed warmer. <laughs> Not a chamber oh, there pot. we go. There we wow. Go. Bring it back to episode two, I think, on that one. Um, episode like four. You also do the, uh, uh, so Gallows Hill and the Lost Museum, as well as the Christmas trolley. Is that your? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. And and, and is your Grinch uh, uh, any professional or is that just like a, a personality? Oh, the Grinch. The Yeah, the Grinch. I do a very Grinchy holiday special at Salt and Salt School, but uh, that's six six years. Okay. But I think the Grinch is just an alter ego, and whenever I want to be mean, mean, I, I think it's abrupt. Whenever unhinged. I be, yeah, slightly unhinged, abrupt. I'll dress as the Grinch, and then all of a sudden, I'm the Grinch until I take it off. So if you were in Salem towards the end of December and we're wandering around. You may have seen the Grinch. That would have been Eric. That would have been yes. I was the Grinch was passing out socks, one sock <laughs> for Christmas, whether people wanted it or not. I spent two hours on <laughs> Essex Street forcing people to take socks. Just one single sock. One sock, and it had uh, it had really bad candy. I mean, like shot. Who like came the- up with this chocolate recipe deserves to be punished. Was it you? It was bad. Homemade candy? Oh, no. Oh, I was going to say, what? No. And then uh, uh, an onion and then a scratch ticket. And somebody did win 10 bucks. Well, you did. That's your good deed for the. Is it though? Yeah. Is it? I threw them in cards. It came with the onion, so. Threw them in cards? I threw them in cards as they went by. Like if they didn't want the sock, I'm like, here's a sock. And they wouldn't. I'm like, take the sock. I'd throw it in the (laughs) car. One person threw it out. And I scratched it, and it was $1,000. So I spent it on um, alcohol and despair. No, but... You're no, joking, I right? am joking, okay. yeah. It was... No. Is, is he, though? Is he? <laughs> we may never know. Right. The world may never know. Right. Scratch tickets and tell no one if I won. Yeah. So if you find yourself wandering down Lind Street, mm-hmm. you will come upon Gallows Hill Theater. Could you yes. talk a little bit about that? That's your, your big... First establishment here in Salem. Yes, that was uh, my first permanent tourist attraction. Opened in 2005. And uh, it wasn't always Gallows Hill. It was called originally Legends of Salem. Oh. Because I thought what was missing in Salem was a funny 22-minute one-man show about the history of Salem. I thought... They're kind of... I, I would they, love to see right, that. Right? Who wouldn't have had enough of witches? You know, it's stupid. <laughs> we want to see a one-man show about Salem history. Like, like all history? It was, well, 20, 22 minutes of it. Right, but like, yeah. did, did you have characters? Well, well, yeah. So the one it was one person and the narrator who was the voiceover. And uh, 
it's like, welcome to Legends of Salem, which was my voice. And then it's, uh, I think it was, uh, let's go back in time to when Salem was young. And then the actor comes out with a puppet of a dinosaur and says, the T-Rex had little paws that it couldn't use. <laughs> He's like, not that far back. You know, so fun, fun stuff like that. I think I think we might need a throwback of that show. I still have it on audio. My I, kids call it the funny. I Daddy would love show. to see an Elias Haskett Derby impersonator personally. Right, if I think that's possible. We did mention Elias Haskett Derby, uh, but we Alexander Graham Bell talked to uh, Watson, and <laughs> he said, "Watson, play us a song," which Watson really did. But the our Watson goes, "Oh, okay, wait a minute." And that's like some retro, like, punk. <laughs> so very comical. It was super funny. And I, uh, I opened in June and I lost money and cried every night until October when I changed it to Eerie Legends of Salem. And, and then and, people came. And what, what was, did you change the, 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 the show? I, I changed the, uh, the dialogue, the lighting, and the stories. What, what were some of the eerie legends of Salem? Uh, the Ropes Mansion, which you okay. know and love. Some controversy there. Abigail. Mm-hmm. Yep. That kid. Yeah. And then um, the Salem Inn, uh, we talked about the Abba Macho, which still makes an appearance in our show, which is a Native American uh, dude, creature. I don't know if it's a dude. Like, a, like a cryptid? It's a, it's a, described as a giant creature that walks higher than the trees and looks like the darkness and it's supposed to like grab the indigenous people and bite their heads off oh my goodness i know rude first of all and then that's why they would hide in the homes of the settlers if they were like oh gotta go and it was dark they'd be like i gotta stay i'm gonna sleep with your chickens you know, we're planning to do an indigenous uh, history of Salem episode. Now I really want to look into yeah, the Abba, creepy legends. Abba Macho. It's under, you can, it's, it exists because I wrote it <laughs> on the web. Did you, you edit your own Wikipedia page? It, probably. Okay. I should have. But that was, you know, we talked about creepy stuff. And then I eventually changed it to the Witch's Cottage, uh, the name. And then I finally landed on. Gallows Hill. Gallows Hill Theater. Yep. So, so what is Gallows Hill Theater? Uh, it's an immersive experience about the witchcraft trials, witches of legend and myth, and uh, ghosts of Salem and the surrounding area. And although it is a theater, um, there's a lot of interactive stuff that happens in the audience. So we intend to frighten you with your history. Well, history can be... Frightening. Yeah, hanging 19 people. Yeah, that's scary. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, but that seems to work, and I'm, I have a theater background, so I love the theater aspect of it. You have a theater background. I yeah. wouldn't have guessed. No, never. Not in a million. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my first one. And then, so there's that, and then Lost Museum is? The Lost Museum, yeah. That is an interactive haunted adventure. Yeah, they both... You guys both looked at me like, oh, tilting your. Yeah. That was very good. We practiced. That yeah, best. that was nice. You That's did it. Practiced, do yeah. tell. Yeah, that was that was a do tell shoulder twist. You guys did. I have not been to the Lost Museum. Oh, <gasps> That's okay. Uh, so it's an interactive haunted adventure with you and a group of no more than ten people. Go down with a guide, and you're under the idea that uh, 
it's one room and it's artifacts that were found from a underground museum that used to be there, but burned down during the Salem fire. Oh. Yeah. So you go in there and uh, the host presses a button and says, oh, we can hear about this room and then touches an artifact by mistake. And then everything goes wrong. And the spirit of the guy who died comes alive in a portrait and says, you dummies. He doesn't say dummies, but it sounds better. He, he should. Yeah, he's like, yo, now you have to go through the whole museum and try to find your way out. And he says, don't do this and don't do that. And of course you do it. It's almost like an original, cooler version of escape rooms. Yeah, yeah, because there's some things you have to do, but it's not really an escape room, but you do have to escape. And we based it all on history, but it's all fake. And Jim McAllister, familiar yeah. with that guy? <laughs> he he's wrote awesome. a test it at one point. Hmm? He wrote a test at one point. He wrote a test. Ooh, yes, yeah, he'd be yes. good. He's a plethora of information. He's the author of the original uh, tour guide test uh, yes. in Salem. And uh, one of the first uh, walking tours. Yeah. And when he wrote the test, I think it was, and I could be wrong, something like 200 questions or something. That's it? Uh, it was like hard. Like it was it was really hard. And then they cut out like two thirds of it because a lot of people couldn't handle it. And uh, now they recently got rid of the test altogether. Wow. But that's... What was the name of Sophia Peabody's sister? I on her mother's side. You're like, I don't know. Basically. Also, yeah. uh, what are the addresses of the three parking garages in Salem? What? And who built the statues? Yeah. Who built the statues? Or, or designed the statues? Tricky questions. Yeah. yeah. That you Th- would need to like really prep for. And things you've only ever had to know for the test. Wow. Well, he's like, I mean, he would be the guy to yeah. write it. Yeah, that was that was. Jimmy but we Hester. based it on Elias Haskett Derby. But we changed the name to William Black, and we, we Black. used Alexander. Are you related? Black. Oh, yeah, no, it's Black. <laughs> oh. It was originally pronounced Black. Was it? Back mm-hmm. in the day? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you have to wait till you get to the C, or it's uh, you say it incorrectly. Black. I'll have to include our uh, little beginning banter, so this all makes sense to our listeners. Yes. <laughs> you have a two-hour episode. First time no. ever. No. 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 Unfortunately, no. Oh, this one's going to go on forever. <laughs> you got to do some serious editing. With this guy? Yeah, but it's good. It's, uh, I went back to my haunted house roots, which started in 1990. And I said, I want a haunted attraction, but I don't want just the boo house. So that's what I got. And the special effects and uh, acting and puppetry and stuff. And then I built this place. So, so we have we have moved from the Gallows Hill to uh, the center of Essex Street uh, in a place that is not. So, this is airing uh, in, in about a month. Do you, do you have an opening? Should we talk about love then? I love this place, and I love you. <laughs> Happy February. Are, when are you? Are we? Are you looking April? Oh, we're looking to open officially in March. This Mar- would be okay. my first. Uh, non-seasonal attraction. All my other ones are seasonal because I'm lazy. So this will be open year-round? Yes. This is I, great. January, February, probably not Not a lot of wizarding. On on Tuesdays on. through Thursdays. Yeah. Maybe on an occasional Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I opened, uh, this is my newest place. I have World to say, it, he gave us a little sneak peek, and it was pretty immersive and cool. I um, I don't know if I've ever been in a place like this in Salem. 
I so many things. I hope not. No, so no, many no, interactions. Like so uh, many. It's got that that Disney vibe, uh, where you know it's very immersive. You walk into even the gift shop, or the, you're waiting in line, and you know there's always stuff. There's always you're like it, you're already on, you're not on the ride, but you're already sort of on the ride. That's yes, like, that's what I try to do. I basically built a big toy for myself and I thought <laughs> how am I going to pay for this I should charge people to come in and well to well worth but whatever. then it becomes their toy for uh you know a good 15 20 minutes and it's worth it yes what yeah. I what I just realized the reason why I'm building these things and what's the story of that woman at the was the gun the Worcester gun lady she built a house because all the dead the spirits of the oh people. the Winchester house Winchester, Winchester house. mystery the Worcester house. I was thinking it was the Worcester like the Worcester house so she kept building because she had this passion that all these ghosts were telling her to build but mine I think is I like I think adults become adults too quickly and then they forget to have fun so you build something like this and they go oh what's this next thing you know they're crawling into the mushroom grotto and going look at these you know like like Sarah like Sarah did it was so cute crawled in twice it was so cool yes it's a good place to play Angry Birds if you're you know got time is that still a thing Angry Birds for you children I I saw an ad for it the other day (laughs) for Angry Birds see how we've digressed Angry Birds well I guess if, (laughs) if if you have to advertise it it's probably not not a thing anymore, right? Well, if you have the money to advertise. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like before, everyone played and no one was advertising. And so now if you're advertising, I must be losing. Uh, Are we talking about Angry Birds? Yeah. It's my fault. It's my fault, guys. I brought it up. <laughs> Jeffrey Sorry. will go off on that, any tangent. Yeah. No, I know. That's why I love your show. I'm like, <laughs> wow. They're just going to go right up. And I stick with it. And 20 minutes later, you're back to like, anyway, in 1640... Because yeah. you guys talk like that in 1640. I mean, I can't. Once in a we, we can do the entire podcast like that if you like. You should. My kids challenged me to do this with a completely affectated voice. And you guys would just look at me like, why is he? You're like, yes, I'm so excited to be here. You know, I just go through the whole. Well, I'm, to, to your children, I, I'm sorry that you didn't do that. You have. You I'm have, sorry too, kids. You have failed them. I'm sorry. You've let children. them down. Entertaining yes. nonetheless. Yeah. So I built this. And I wanted it to be not just a, I wanted no history at all. I just wanted a fun, family friendly. So I kind of landed on wizards because I think, you know, witches, we've got so much and I didn't want people to get confused. So I figured wizards, Harry Potter-esque without Harry Potter. Right. Because that would be illegal. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah, we don't like that guy. Yeah. And then I just, I, I didn't have a budget, which may have been an issue. But uh, now I have a budget. <laughs> <laughs> and so. an amazing space. I mean, it's still a work in progress, but I'm it eager is, yeah. to come back in uh, March when it's yes. open for business. There was a, a crystal realm, an aquatic mm. realm, an ice realm. It was very cool. Ice, ice dragon. Ice. There was an ice dragon. Yes. Fairies, vampires. Yep. Me? So cool. Yes, you? Jeff- Jeffrey Me? is in costume in one of the exhibits. Yes, that's one of my favorite things. At- By the bathrooms? Yeah. I think I'm trying to get more people to spend time in the hallway, the bathroom hallway. And then what better way to be entertained by Jeff Lola? Than, <laughs> than standing waiting to, to use the toilet. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fun because it's interactive portraits. They talk sort of to each other and then they, there's a little bit of bathroom humor. But it's just, it's fun. 
about six or seven of those. The portraits? Well, so there's one, two, three, four, and then there's there's other interactive peep things. Yes, I use. It's like a ghost in here too. Hello. The, yeah, the, the, if you hear any weird noises, that's probably the things going off, off in the back. Well, I turned everything off, but I'm just a mere human. Oh. oh so well. the wizard is probably like, "Hey, can I be involved?" And he wants. He wants to be interviewed as well. Right. Yes. Yeah. Place has a mind of its own. Yeah. So I think there's there's probably. I hired a lot of actors to do some portraits and characters and things. So I would say there's at least seven. And there'll be more because I can't stop. And like moving portraits that yeah. look like you are in Harry Potter. Yeah. Try That's to do that. Really cool. And then we got our little animatronic raven there. There's a unicorn and phoenix and griffin yeah. and mushrooms and crystals and... Uh, Sounds like a completely different place we're describing. <laughs> it's got unicorns and mushrooms. <laughs> and crystals. And the crystals. But it really is just so magical. It is a true immersive experience. So thank you for giving us a sneak peek. You're welcome. What, what is your, your favorite part? If you could give it like... like oh. I, don't, mm, I don't know. Because the wizard's chamber was the first thing we designed. So I have a lot of affection for the chamber. Uh, the... Forest, I've spent more than enough time in the mushroom grotto. And Sarah, you can understand that. Once you climb in there, it's got padding. I, I put padding in it so that if I wanted to, I could <laughs> snuggle up with a blankie. Oh, that's great. Get, get, get your mushroom pillow and yeah, your mushroom blanket. The little mushrooms are lit up, so it's kind of like a little cute. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, I guess the forest and the wizard's chamber. Now, yes. you had given us a sneak peek earlier on this year, like much earlier, and we saw some of the back-end stuff coming together, mm. and you had mentioned that the the trees that were being used downstairs were actually used on the set of Hocus Pocus 2. Is that right? Uh, oh, uh, oh you, how many listeners do you guys have? Like just 10,000? Uh, no, I guess we're good. We're good, yeah, right? we're, Oh, is that supposed to be secret? No. Well, okay. not anymore. <laughs> we can, we can... I can we cut can, it out. Yeah. Well, we're... we're we, I like to recycle, and one of the people who is making this is in the movie industry and said, hey, there's, they're taking this entire set down from, uh, what's the name of the movie? The movie about <laughs> witches that wasn't set, that was set in Salem, wasn't filmed in Salem. Oh, yeah. Filmed in Rhode Island. Great, great film. Uh, so anyway, they said, hey, Hocus Pocus 2, they're taking down the set in Rhode Island. Do you want to drive down there with a truck, and we can put whatever we want in there? So I said, all right. Sure. So we did that, and I told some people, and they're all knocking on the door like, can I just have one rock? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just one rock. I'm going to put in my living room. I'm like, give me a break. It's a what? It's being used for something. But it doesn't even, it's, what do you just touch it and go, that Midler probably stood <laughs> 10 yards from this rock. Like I, I can guarantee that Bette Midler was within half a mile of this rock. Right, exactly. Guaranteed. Oh, people are very excited about Hocus Pocus too. But um, yeah, we, we used some of those trees and then changed them and then made our own trees. It's pretty cool. But we don't advertise it because it's like, what? No, no, you don't. People start scratching right. their name in it. Right. Guys, oh, don't no, do wouldn't. anything like that, please. Right. Tree says a muck, a muck, a muck on it. And you're like, ah, shoot. Do not take the tree. No. Yeah, you, well, you can't take it. You could, yeah. All of that's a lie. Let's do that. It's a lie. There's <laughs> Bold-faced no, lie. There's no proof. Yes, 
this. Where, where is your evidence? Yeah. Oh, that wow, was that was good. Banging on the wizard's work desk. <laughs> that, that reverberated way it more did. than I thought it was going to. He was so excited. Did you see that? <laughs> His, um, your, your, what are you downstairs? What are you supposed to be? What's your McGregor. character? Yeah. McGregor. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, a Scottish Highlander or warrior. Oh, like in Outlander? No, but the oh, no. pointy ears. Yeah. Oh, not ogre, because it's mostly. No. Oh, I thought you were supposed to be an ogre. Ooh. I, I don't really know. That's good. Is that your interpretation, Sarah? Because that's good. Oh, no, that's just what he told me. I didn't. Did I you say you were an ogre? No. I thought you said you were an ogre. Well, you, you were going to be you an ogre. Ears. ears. That's it, dude. Well, the, Ogres. But you said not an elf. No, you're not an elf. You're an enchanted. What I try to do, I'll just talk to Sarah. What I tried to do, Sarah, was make it so that. The characters were not just a bunch of whitewashed people. So I wanted color. I wanted like, oh, what is that a human? I don't know. So yeah. that's that's what I tried to do. And Appreciate I love that. Jeff's, the face, the makeup is, so I like that. And then the fawn, of course, uh, Aspen, who's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they They killed it as the fawn. And then the blue woman is blue, the boisterous. Lady, how do you say that in French? You know, bo- bo- boisterous. I don't know. What That's not that? right at all. I don't what know what that was. That? <laughs> Why don't you know how to say boisterous lady in French, Sarah? I'm sorry. I we wow. gave you homework. I thought. How do you say? I don't know. I don't know either. Sorry, no sorry, mom. I don't know French, guys. Yeah, my mother would know. She's gonna when she hears this, she'll be like, "It's this." You're like, Why didn't you me. mention me? And I did. Hello, Mems. See, I mentioned her. You know, hello. I, I had to. Yeah, say hello to Mems, will you? Hello, Mems. How are you? She, she, she's not going to answer. Oh, I'm just, now, if you know I'm asking, she can Oh, she answer. might. Yeah. She might answer. Yeah. You probably, she probably did. This is a little off-the-cuff question yeah. um, before we go back into Gallows Hill stuff, but mm-hmm. have you had any weird experiences in here? Like, you've got a lot of electronic stuff in here mm. going on and a lot of magic. Mm-hmm. Has there been any real magic, possibly? Any real ghosts? Outside of the Mushroom Grotto. Oh, <laughs> Oh, um, I, I can blame it on technology, I guess, but the, the Raven starts up for no reason, which voiced by my wife and she doesn't talk like that, but it's like, Oh, welcome. We're like, what is what? And then you saw the doors decided they wanted to open. And you had nothing to do with that. That just did it on its own. Not that we're aware of. And then, uh. Yes, and downstairs sometimes the lights be on, but not, I don't think there, I don't think there's tomfoolery here. But who oh, knows? Um, but at Gallows Hill, it's a different story. What, what sort of tomfoolery? What sort of tomfoolery uh, abounds at Gallows Hill? Well, things get broken, and no cast member seems to know why. But uh, there's a chair. We have a haunted chair it's just a rocking chair and uh it's powered by pneumatics so it rocks on its own mm-hmm. it used to be rocked by an actor would pull a cord old school yeah it's okay. yeah it's all done with wires and mirrors yes it was and then uh these ghost hunters came in these three lovely women that came in and they all went directly to the chair and they said that it was occupied oh. that's the only thing that we bought at an antique store was that chair. Oh. And that's why I charge 
more money to come to the show because it's a haunted chair, yo. <laughs> like who, haunted. Who sits in the chair? Right. Who occupies? They never tell are, you who, though. Are you allowed to sit in a chair or not? I sit in that chair all yeah. the time because yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to go, get off or hi, you know. Uh-huh. Stay a little longer. You never know. There's that, see? There's that weird. Yeah, weird noise. It wasn't doing it before. And still, we started talking about it. Yeah. I said until we started talking about it. Yeah. Seeing even my voice being affected by spirits. Look, when we were in here for like 10 minutes, and then when we first got here, mm-hmm. and Eric was like saying everything up, and that clicking was not going on, mm. and now it is, which is probably just some electrical hubba-baloo or, or whatnot. But yeah. Hubba-baloo, exactly. Yes. But the Lost Museum, uh, that, which is supposed to be scary and is in the basement, uh, the Ghost Hunters went down there, and one woman was crying and she said whenever she feels a presence she starts crying and i thought well that's a bummer <laughs> they can't make you, know? you happy yeah well she started burping it'd be worse i guess you <laughs> know the hiccuping, other thing she could be doing, would be farting yeah or she has a t- nervous tick yeah it could be all sorts of horrible things but they said three people were down there but they have not sadly ever made themselves known maybe maybe, maybe they're in the tunnel could yeah. be in the tunnels. Could be in the tunnels. Do you have tunnels? You guys love the tunnels. <laughs> have you talked to therapists about the tunnels that you guys <laughs> mention every... Just, just to each other. And don't forget the tunnels, everyone. <laughs> oh. The tunnels. People uh, don't let us forget it either. I can't tell you how many times we get messages tunnel-related. Oh. Whether it was Cabinet of Curiosities did that episode, or something comes up about tunnels in another city even, they will send it to us and be like, look at this. I appreciate it. Oh, I love yeah, it. we love that. We love it. You love the tunnels. Yeah. Well, the, fun fact. The non-existent tunnels. I know, it's clicking again. <laughs> the tunnels, what, I forget the guy's name that did a tunnel tour. Yeah, yeah, And he couldn't take people in the tunnels. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he went down and had a look and opened up a gate. And I was just about to tell him, don't do that, it's water. Because it looks just like a floor. And he stepped right into like, Two feet of water. <gasps> yeah, because it's the the elevators submerged down there. Yeah, but there is um, there are tunnels. You can see one boarded up uh, entryway. I don't know if it's the tunnels, but then you can see these two uh, grates on the top on the ground floor, right in front of the storefront, mm-hmm. and those were chutes, coal chutes, where yes. they pour the coal down. Yeah, and then the rumor is, of course, I'm right there. A tunnel went from here down to the water. Right. That's exactly we have. That's what people want to believe. Yes, right down to the water. They would take a torch, bring bodies and opium and. Oh wait, what? I didn't know about that. Hookers and opium, yeah. Murder. Murder, hookers, and opium. Gambling. In that order, because that seems out of order. Ectoplasm. When did you start the tunnels, Eric? Well, my grandfather. (laughs) What? Yeah, so we have, yeah, the tunnels lead directly from the Lost Museum to the Opium Den owned by Elias Haskett Derby. Interesting. Right under the town hall. That'll be our next yeah. stop. Yes. Yeah. So Gallows Hill oh, Theater. Wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> oh, right, Gallows Hill. So Gallows Hill Theater, yeah. um, again, located on Lind Street, uh, mm-hmm. very close to the Salem Witch Dungeon Museum. Correct. So if you've ever found yourself down that way, and you probably also went inside if you took the Salem Christmas Carol trolley, mm-hmm. the staple uh, here in town. We, yes. I did it for the second time this year. Oh. It was amazing. 
amazing. It's like the, the eighth time, I think. I don't even is it really the eighth oh. time for you? <clears throat> One, two, three, four. Does counting five. actually help you to remember? That's awesome. Maybe six. Maybe this is the sixth time, seventh time. Along that, yeah. Huh. What's well, been going on for 36 years. And Congratulations. I, thank you. So when did you? I was 19 years old when I played Scrooge for the first time. Did you play young Scrooge or old Scrooge? All Scrooge. You played all Scrooge. Yes. It was a new idea. Wow. And uh, Anne, God bless her. Uh, she, I'm sure she's looking down at us like, yeah, such a, she used to say, Eric, you're a hot shit. And I was like, that's <laughs> gross, but thank you. <laughs> Weird term. Don't, no need to say that. Uh, so we came up with the idea to do Scrooge on the trolley and I was not a Scrooge aficionado as I am today. So we, we basically winged it and I would play Scrooge with a wig and a hat and clothes. I mean, it wasn't na- right. it wasn't Na-naked just the hat. Scrooge. Yeah, that'd be weird. I mean, uh, that might that would that's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, then we, uh, whoever was my good friend or my girlfriend at the time, I would force to play Belle, that Scrooge's love, uh-huh. and we would go to uh, the Hawthorne Hotel. Belle would come out. I would dance, take off my hat and my wig, and be young Scrooge. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> budget, budget. You see. And then um, whoever the ghost was played all three ghosts. And the Cratchit scene, the Ghosts of Christmas Present had what's called a tape recorder, which was a artifact that you would press and it would run a, a tape and with voices on it. Ah, uh, yes, we remember those. Yes. And uh, it was hidden in his robes and you would hear the Cratchits talking about Christmas and it was um, myself and... <laughs> And my mother, who I <laughs> roped into being Mrs. Cratchit. And then uh, it kept evolving. And now it's, we have 11 people in the cast, but it's a rotating cast of like 20, at least 22 people. Wow. And how many shows do you think? Does the show, do the shows increase every year? We, no. We or can, have you capped it? I think we've capped it because we only have, you only have so much time to do it in a day. And I don't think you want to see a 10 a.m. Christmas carol unless you're a group of, like, middle school kids that are bored. And they probably wouldn't want to see the Christmas carol anyway. No. And plus the actors. They want, uh, so we had, we've capped it at a 108 shows. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, in like a, what, a month and a half, right? A month. Less than a month and a half. Wow. Yeah. We, so we do Thanksgiving weekend. To Christmas. Yeah. And then we do... Six six shows on Saturdays and Sundays in a row. If you have not done, and we've we've talked about the Christmas Carol trolley on here before, if you have not done it yet here in Salem, add it to the top of your list if you come in December because it is just an incredible experience. And once again, very immersive. Oh, they pulled me up on stage this time. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> you, who you, did they dance with you? No, I was um, part of the dinner. Oh, you were the Cratchit kids. Yeah. And oh, then when, when so Mr. Cratchit cute. came in, he was like, these are our kids? Yeah. Look directly at you. <laughs> yes. So you Second do, marriage. <laughs> you, do, you do Scrooge, but you, you've also, I've seen you do Marley as well. Well, you, it was originally just me as Scrooge for, I think, at least seven years. And then when it got to be so big, I needed another Scrooge. So Mark Scalia, very talented 
Oh, stand he's a, up. He is a. D- d- yes, I agree. Wonderful Scrooge, but I, I also want to say horrible Scrooge. Not 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 in a. <laughs> oh, is he the one that makes fun of everyone? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. He called me Barbie once. Oh, just once. Yeah. Um, Ten times. It, it, it's not a horror. He does it so well, but he's he's mean. He's rude. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a bit of a bully. Great uh, improv. Fantastic. Yes. Picks on people. Knows it, it's it's wonderfully done. Yeah. Well, that's why I hired him because he had done some show for me. What was it called? Ghostly Manor Haunted Theater. <laughs> that was a while ago. But uh, he he was playing one of the characters, and then I said, "Hey, aren't you interested in doing Scrooge? Because you have to improvise quite a bit." There was a script, but the fun is the banter. Yeah. And um, he he goes more uh, modern with his quips than I do. And then we have uh, Frank Frank Hildebrand is another 10-year veteran. And then a new guy, Bobby Kerrigan, is also uh, playing Scrooge. But I was, the ori- I was the original Scrooge. And we heard that you got to guest star as Scrooge this year to fill in. Yes. Well, there's one... There's two groups that just beg me every year to do it. And I've retired because I've done it like a thousand times and nothing new comes out of my mouth. I try, but I do love playing it. So I do it twice and then I'll jump in when I want the Christmas spirit. I'll jump in as Marley or Christmas present, uh, Mrs. Cratchit. (laughs) Do you really? Well, if I shave, yeah, I can get away with it. Love it. She was very, she had, a, she had a great nose. I don't know if you know that, but Mrs. Cratchit was known for her uh, Roman uh, nose. I did not know that. Yes. Yes. Well, you you do have a great nose. Thank, see? And I didn't fish for that. You just I, happened I, to I, notice you, it. You, you were, there was a stretching. It, it, was, like, like, it like was a reach. It like, wasn't really like, fishing. Like a morning stretch, not like a yoga stretch. like a. Correct. Like, yeah. But no, I haven't played Mrs. Cratchit, but we draw the line somewhere. Because uh, I don't think I would pull it off very well, but I played other characters a lot of fun, and the most fun was uh, my friend uh, Jesse and I. We twice now have played Marley and Marley. <laughs> we just surprised Scrooge and come on as two Marleys. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> it's the best. Oh, that's hilarious. Good, uh, good. Uh, it's Jacob and Muppet, Bob. Muppet Christmas Carol. There. Yeah, yeah. But we kind of do it as our own version. We don't laugh at each other, but we're like, "Don't you remember there were two of us?" His mind is gone. You know, stuff like And then we did a live stream once of us sitting at the Cratchit's table. <laughs> it's fun. Christmas is cool. Yeah. So I've been doing that for a while. But So some true long-standing attractions here in town. You've seen Salem go through a lot of changes. Yes. So say 1990? So 19... are, are, you, are you from Salem? Yes. I was born in Salem uh, on Bertini Lane, which is still there. And I love... For Halloween, my favorite holiday. You guys probably don't Just, understand, but yeah, it's Halloween's fun. Yeah, no, we definitely don't. Yeah, understand. you probably don't. <laughs> have no idea. Inkling. Yeah, no not, concept. Not at all. Yeah, so I love to dress up. I, Halloween and I werewolf was one of my favorites. I played a, a half half male, half female for the Boy Scouts. Pretty uh, brave. Oh, That's oh, right. Person, not not werewolf. No half. Yeah, no, that didn't work out as well. <laughs> I, I genuinely because you can't really tell. You know, I they thought, all look the same. I thought we saw the werewolf thing. So did I. Yeah, I, I can understand well, you, you that. You have a, like a half a bonnet and like a... But what's a... I don't know. I think they all look pretty much... When they change... Did they have bonnet? Yeah. Why would they wear a... What? Are you talking about from like... It's like Red Riding Hood. That's yeah. That's, that's not... 
That's One, a wolf, not a, a werewolf. It's a regular wolf. Yeah, they, you can tell the difference between a regular <laughs> male and female wolf. Very different. I tell you, next time I see a werewolf with a bonnet, yeah. I'll call you. Yeah, and you'll know it's a regular wolf. You'll be like, oh, yeah, going after Granny. We, we lost Cause Jeff. Because it, it has the bonnet. Yep. Sorry. You go, oh, are you, do, yeah. So anyway, no, not a werewolf with two. That would have been hard. Okay. It was a stereotypical male and a stereotypical female because we didn't have a costume. And I wore it to the Boy Scouts, and I think I won first prize. I think. Oh, congratulations. We both did. We both won first prize. Well, was this when the Boy Scouts were in, uh, in Deal Marcus, or is that? In what? Is this a? Were they there? Am I supposed yeah, to know? Yeah, the, the Boy Scouts used to, 11 Central Street, where Deal Marcus is today. No, this was a church, you know. Okay. It's like, they go to church, be a Boy Scout. They stopped using that in like the early 1900s. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, you were making an age yes. joke at him. Yeah, yeah gotcha. I didn't get it yet. Gotcha. I guess I'm not old enough to get that joke either. But uh, I loved those, and I did a haunted house in the basement of my house, and I think it was middle school, and we did it for the church, and we raked in, get ready for it, a hundred and twenty-five dollars. That's quite impressive. And then we had to fork it over to Father B. No, because that was the deal. It was a hard day. That's rough. But yeah. your first experience was, putting yes. something like that together at what age? Well, I'm not exactly sure. That's but I think it was middle school. 12, 13? Yeah, about that, like that. And uh, that's when I got bit with the, hey, I want to do stuff. So I opened up like six, six haunted houses from 1990 to 1997. Wow. And they were... you. It was temporary, so you'd find an empty. So, so you, you just get an, a, an, a storefront or something that yep. was, and just uh, convert that into a haunted place. Yep. So, uh, Dracula's Castle, uh, uh, Captain Scurvy's Haunted Caverns, not tavern. People would come and go. Can I get a drink? Like, no, we're haunted, dude. <laughs> it's a cavern. It's a cavern, not a tavern. And I'm 16, so what do you do? And right, yeah. right, right. So there was that one, and then. Uh, uh, the Haunted Mansion, stole the name, Ghostly Manor when my, was my favorite. Uh, and then Ghostly Manor a couple times. And then the ill-fated Ghostly Manor <laughs> Haunted Theater. Because the mayor at the time was against haunted attractions. So we were forced to make it into a theater show. But it was still good. And I think my last one was in 96. And then I moved to California. But yeah. So, a born and raised Salem local. Um, what's your favorite thing about the city, would you say? Oh, I, I just, more recently, I think it's that it is, for everybody that comes here, feels like, yeah, this, there's somebody here for me to connect with. So, and I think that falls under any category like from the good to the bad, you can come to Salem and be like, yep, there's some of my people here. I, and I think it's so diverse that it, it's just a beautiful, like, I don't want to say a spilled painting, but you're like, ooh, this is just... Tapestry? Yeah, tapestry, spilled yeah. painting. What kind of moron uses that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a spilled painting. I agree with that. Can you spill a painting? I don't know. Yes, you can paint anything. 
I, you, you just take Spill, the... Yeah, what's the guy's name is like, ah, I'm just going to be sad and throw paint. Pollock? And then he, yeah, Pollock. It's like that. I just think it's a... It's a I don't want to say melting pot because that sounds too trite. But it's just anybody... Like we have a niece that just moved here and she's just thriving. If your favorite thing is the spilt painting uh, of people and... <laughs> <laughs> what's your least favorite thing? Uh, well... You can say tourists. Okay. No, no, I loved I what I love tourists, and I know this is a tourist town. I I love if I had another job, it would be with a booth outside, and I just go out there at random, and it'd say information, and I would just talk to people all day. That's what I would do. Really? I might still do it, but I love tourists. I don't like that it's tight. The traffic, and it's unfortunate, but this city is not built for the amount of cars. And I don't think there's a way to change it unless we do what Mexico did, which is built another entire road that goes up into the sky (laughs) hundreds of feet and then comes down. And wouldn't that be nice if you're like at Domino's Pizza and you go up that ramp over the horizon and down onto uh, uh, North Street. Yeah. And, 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 and then it's completely avoided. By Green Lawn. You just, just cut out the whole thing. Yeah. The only other way to do it is we wouldn't have a train and the traffic would go. I think the, the only way to do it would be a massive overhaul of the public transportation in this entire country. But that's all. Oh, I love, I love the whole public transportation thing. Because there's no, it's just not happening. No, I know it's not. New York, you... You have to. Salem? Nope. As soon as you leave Salem, you're like, damn, where's my car? Yeah. Damn it. Can I say damn? Yeah, yeah. sure. Can you list the words that I can't say? You can say anything. <clears throat> Out loud. We've got a beep. I No, we don't have a beep. Sarah right. has to admit. Nope. Sarah has to put the beep in. Sarah has to put the other Sarah, Sarah. or are you referring to yourself, which Myself. is awesome. Myself. Oh, Eric would like to give you lots of work to do. Oh, yes. <laughs> I feel like Samuel Jackson for you, where it's every other word, but I won't. I wouldn't that. do that because that would be mother. Fucking mean. There you go. I'm going to have to cut that out. Cut it out. Cut. Jeffrey likes to throw off bombs every once in a while. Oh, I hear I him. can't do that. You can't do that. Just list as explicit. I love it. I love your swears. We have children that listen. It's a beep. They don't know what's, if they know what's going on behind the beep, that's their parents' fault. Okay. Right. And you never bleep your swears. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've bleeped. I bleeped a couple Fs. Have or you though, I've cut Sarah? Them out yeah. As well, I'll sh- I'll trim them down so it have just you. sounds like. As a listener, I just want to. I get a list. I mean, I don't complain. I mean, I don't listen to them after right. they air, so I could be wrong. I will. I, what I'll do is I'll cut all the podcasts and all the swears. I'll just put them together for you and be like, "Here's you guys swearing." F poop. Ah, poop. Sing poop. That'd be great. Wouldn't actually. it be great? I won't I do would, it. I would love that. I won't. I absolutely won't. <laughs> Why not? Because I'm busy, you know, touristing. false information. But that's what I don't like is the, and it sounds, I don't know if trite's the right word, but traffic. Yeah. But you can't. You can't do anything about you it. You find other ways around it or you realize that you got to use a different vehicle to get where you want to go. And the amount of people that come into the city. I mean, I think we've, I think yeah. it's safe to say we hit our limit this year on some of those days in mm-hmm. October. Um, yeah. But you just tell, if, if you tell people, like you don't go to Disney, you look it up and the calendar in Disney shows you a red day, 
with an X on it, like, don't even think about this day. You don't go to Disney because you know it's going to stink. So in Salem, yeah, you plan but they ahead. Get, they do. Yeah, well, I think people can't help it, but they can't expect to come here and just... But they do. Yeah. When they go, how long is the wait? 40 minutes? I'm like, you're lucky it's not an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the things, and I think I've probably mentioned this before, is, is people almost always still seem to have a good attitude. And I think that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I love about Salem. I'll get Saturday afternoon on tour. I'll be like, oh, hey, welcome. You know, thanks for coming. Who's here for the week? Who got who who got, who got stuck in, in two hours of the traffic? And, you know, inevitably there's like 15, 20 people who are all like, hey, we did. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's a, they hey, made it. we yeah. did. It's not like, a, oh, we did. They're never yeah. mad about it. They're like. They're yeah. still all odd. They're like, we're in Salem. We're going to have a great time. Who cares? Yes. It's a very small percentage of grumpy people. And they're very interesting because they always say the same thing. I have traveled all the way from, boop, you insert whatever you want, just to come to your show. And my first reaction is, my gosh, thank you. Uh, what, all, the way from, all the way from Florida? Oh, I have to tell that group from Spain how far you traveled. <laughs> Just to go to my place? I love that. Well, people try to use that as a way to like... Just to come to my place. No, no, it's true. They <laughs> traveled all the way from Spain just to see... You know, Gallows. Gallows. I mean, to be fair, once this place is open... Yes. I could see that. Okay. I could see this yeah. place. Yeah. I sp- yeah. This place, I said, how can I spend everything I own? And that's what I did. So I sleep here. That's good. That's in good. In the wizard's chamber. No, you don't. No. I will. I'd like I to. Say, it's not a bad spot to sleep. Right? He's got a nice house down the street from mine. He's good. I would sleep in a little mushroom See? cave. Yep. Two people. You could snuggle in there. You can. I don't know if that would fit two people. Oh, it would. If you're, you know, it's just. Close quarters. Gotta, yeah. It's clo- if you like, Yeah. Yeah. So long as people aren't snorers or shifters. You, you, you could also probably do like the head to feet if you didn't feel like spooning. Yes. Wow, we really got into the... Well, fun fact, my brother Kurt has spent quite a bit of time here because he worked here in October. And there's no places in October, you know, there's no yeah, yeah. no place to stay. Yeah. So he said, hey, I'll just sleep in the office. So I got him a bed and after one day in the office, he's like, nah, I think I want to go and sleep in the the magic forest. <laughs> Like, okay. Who and you go wouldn't to, want to? Yes. And it certainly looked magic when you went down there. You saw his bed nestled in the woods. And then uh, he Bottle moved. of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I cannot confirm or deny that. He's like, it's so. I love that. And then he um, didn't like the breeze or something coming from, I don't know where. So he moved into the dark magic realm and ended up staying there, uh, lulled to sleep by the pulsating floor. Of doom. So I'm thinking if this doesn't work out, it's an Airbnb, right? Easily. Right? I mean, One bathroom, <laughs> no kitchen. Welcome to Salem. Hey, it's just like the Sanderson sisters yeah, cottage that yeah. didn't have a bathroom or a kitchen. Right. The Airbnb one that was up for like one night. Yeah. What? Did you see this? At the Rebecca nurse homestead. It was up for one night. Yeah. I think one group got to stay. It was like a publicity stunt. Oh. They made over the entire replica meeting house into the Sanderson Sisters Cottage and then had a bunch of Salem people, like influencers and stuff, go and check it out. 
post about it, get everyone all revved up, and then come to find out one lucky group gets a chance to like stay there for one or two nights. And then that's it. It was very bizarre. I want to like talk to someone there and figure out what exactly one the night point did was. they charge? No, I don't think they who, even charge. who came up with. I, I think it was like an event. You know, one of those people who do like the event things. Wow. And uh, but like I, they put a lot into it. It was like this. There was also no bathroom. It must have been a a production company. Yeah. Yeah. No bathroom, but you know, in sixty ninety two, you, you, you would have had to go outside. Yep. And right? use the you pass anyway. the pot to the youngest child, and they bring it outside. That's why you have multiple. Right? That's a historical. That's hilarious. They pass it to the youngest child and they had to go. And that's why they had so many kids because the youngest child would plead with the parents. It's like, please have another baby. So I don't have to do this anymore. Yes. The pigs know me by name. Mother. It's the unfortunate one, you know, the youngest one just doesn't come back because of the wolves or whatever. The the wolf with the bonnet. The wolf with the The bonnet. bonnet. Werewolves. And then, and then the one who hasn't had to do it for like four years now they're the youngest again, and they're retasked with taking the uh, the, the bed warmer out. You know, I've always wondered why these are so <laughs> long these sessions, and now I know <laughs> it's almost like we just we're playing cards. Like, hey, anyway, my kid, you know, my kid, I love it. I love listening to your podcast. Well, do thank you, you. Do you really? I do. Yeah. I when I say listen, sometimes. I'll trail off because I'm working. Oh, we all do that. And then I'll have to go back and re-listen to it. So, but your voices work well together. over again. Yes. See, that's why you heard Jeffrey's joke too many times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's only actually been once. You've just listened to it. (laughs) Yeah, everything you've said now, I've already heard, by the way, in this whole interview. It's an interview, right? Yes. Hi, I'm Eric Rodenheiser, owner of, what is it? I don't know. What, what What do you do? World of Wizardry bed and breakfast. <laughs> no breakfast, but a bed. No beds. There's no beds. We do have three bathrooms. But no beds or breakfast. So you said that your least favorite thing about Salem is the traffic, mm. the craziness. Have you had any absurd tourist experiences in your many, many years? <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. And it's like... I believe that there's some weird flux in time where the event gets cloned with different people and happens again because it's the same, the worst experience with a tourist is always the exact same experience as it was, you know, last year or two years ago. Just with different people. Different people. And usually it's they come with an air of great privilege, thinking that you are only here to serve me, even if I'm being not a good person. So I have very little, I love people, I have very little tolerance for people who just feel privileged. And I have even sent people away and given them their money back or not. One of my favorites was this guy with his family, regular guy, you know, two, two and a half kids, I don't know, and the mom. And they just, he was just nasty from the beginning. The guy, it's usually not. The guy's usually quiet because the wife is going to give him a beating if he says anything because she's like, Argh. so the guy, um, I made a few errors in my speech for some reason. I said, I was talking about 
price or money. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we got a genius over here, <gasps> right? So I think that was his third thing that he said. So I said, you know what? Actually, I'm not letting you guys in. <laughs> I said, hell yes. yeah. I said you can go. I'm not letting you in. They, they I think they may have said, well, I want to talk to the manager. I said. I'll do you one better. You talk to the owner. That's me. I'm the owner. I'm not letting you in. They left. It's my favorite part (laughs) of the story is the next day they came back with the dad, like in tow, like in like, oh God, I'm an awful person. He came in like sheepish and they, they said, how much? And I told them they paid and they came in. They, they came must have, back. They came back because they must have gone home and that entire family well was like, Dad, you're, we, we wanted to, you're yeah. such a... Because he was just for no reason. So things like that. And normally I'll give people a couple of chances. And, and then I, I love saying, actually, I don't think I'm going to be letting you in. Or, you know what? This isn't for you. I'm not going to, you're not coming in. It's such a kind way to say it. Just it is of fact, it's little, sorry. It's a little bit of, and I just love it when they ask for the manager. Um, I Sometimes I'll turn around, only twice, when I'm really feeling <laughs> frisky. Uh, like, like, speaking of manager, <laughs> I'll turn like around, that. like, uh, just a moment. Manager, please. Hello, I'm the manager. What can I do for you? Yes. I mean, a little extreme there, but I like it. And then a group of. Uh, can I call, can I say Karen's? Is that? Oh, is that? yes, please. Okay, so usually. Sorry, Karen's out there. Karen's. Karen's. Yeah, not the actual. You know, I know some beautiful, wonderful Karen's. Mark's uh, Mark's love. Yes, yeah. Karen. She's a sweetheart. She's fantastic. Yeah. But um, they just come in uh, and usually they're late. And if it's an event, they've missed the event. And like the trolley, the Ghosts and Legends trolley, which we do, is gone. They missed it. And if I can get them on another trolley, I will. But I usually can't because it's sold out. Right. And they just insist how it's my fault that they missed it. And they want their money back and things like that. And I just don't. I go, I'm so sorry. But it says on the ticket. I always love pulling out the ticket, like pulling out of my pocket. See uh-huh. on the ticket here, it says, no refunds for late arrivals. And it probably says 15 minutes early. 15 minutes prior. I think the word prior gets confusing for some people. So funny story. Uh, Better be. The second or third time I took the trolley, I'd gone with friends uh, before, and I thought it would be a fun event to do with my family. So it was me, I believe my three brothers, my mother. One of my brothers lived in Boston, so he drove up and he got here in plenty of time, which is shockingly never the case. He is probably always late to absolutely everything. Yes. Uh, the rest of us, who are almost always on time, hit a bit of traffic. We came, we're coming from Groton, and we hit uh, more traffic than we expected, and we were running about... 25 minutes late. So you're 15 minutes prior. Yeah, you're not going to make it. Plus. So the one who is consummately late gets on the trolley. And I guess he'd spoken to the, the whoever was there. I didn't even live in Salem at this time. And this is probably like, like eight years ago now. And they're like, you can meet up with the trolley. And uh, so we get into Salem. We find like a parking spot. And we're like trying to figure, he's trying to tell us where he is and where they are. And we meet them outside of Gallows Hill. <laughs> And got on the trolley there. Yes. I actually remember there's two or three occasions where a group has had to chase the trolley. Wow. I'm imagining it on foot. 
No, that, no, we, that's even funnier. Park, I, can't, I can't remember where we parked. I didn't know Salem as well as I do then, but we, we like parked and then we, we found it to be fair. We might've parked right in the adjacent mm. lot and uh, managed to get on, on the trolley. Wow. Well, that's good. We usually will. I mean, if you want, it's, I'll make it short, but there is one horror story yes. early on about the Christmas trolley. Is there blood? Seething like so you could see blood, the blood in my face. Blood vessels building. popping yeah, in the yeah. eyes. Anger. And, yes. And it was fairly early on. And uh, it's, I, I consider them tourists, right? So yeah. it, this was fairly early on. And for some reason, people read Christmas trolley and they didn't go any further than that. So they booked the whole trolley, which people did. And they showed up at Salem Dippity and I was Scrooge. And, uh, they had brought a um, a container of beverages, like a cooler, like they were going out to the beach. Oh, boy. Yeah, filled with, with Christmas beverages. And then people dress up for the trolley, but these people were so lavish in their outfits. There was one person dressed in a full mascot reindeer, meaning a mascot head. Reindeer, not like you know. We could see the face. Yeah, it was a huge. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And red nose. Yes. Okay. I, both inside and out. I'm okay. Sure. <laughs> and uh, the reindeer. Is, I'm Scrooge. The reindeer comes up to me before we get on the trolley and tries to give me this bear hug, and, and I'm in character, so I'm like, get it right away from me, you know. But the beauty about being Scrooge is when you're angry, you can actually be angry. So oftentimes, I was like, this isn't Scrooge. This is me with a different voice telling you what a jackass you are so they wouldn't listen to a word I said while I was on the trolley and then we got off the trolley to go to uh, the Hawthorne Hotel was the first stop Christmas passed um, I went in half of them weren't there and they weren't listening and I'm like let's let's just go back to the trolley I went back on the trolley somebody's got the microphone and going I feel I feel worse in this church oh my god yeah, and then we had to wait to get on the trolley because they had been smoking cigars. And one person smoked and drank too much, so they actually threw up on the trolley in the back. Oh, my God. And we had to wait God. for them to clean it. And so when I discovered that, I went on board, and the driver was the actual owner of the trolley at this particular point. And I said, we're not doing the show. These people are done drive them back to where they came from. And that was a lot for me at that age because I was only, I don't know, maybe four years into it. Mm -hmm. So them, the, the pukey cigar people and the reindeer with their tails between their legs, literally, did not see the rest of the show and they did not get their money back. That was a good day for me. And then from then on, we wrote in the description, <laughs> intoxicated unruly patrons will not be allowed aboard. No alcohol allowed. Wow. Yeah. My and that was the worst. The reindeer haunts my dreams. So uh, for those of you coming to Salem, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, you could be, you could dress as a reindeer. I'm, oh, I'm dress not. as a reindeer. And you, you can definitely go around and have a couple, but yeah, don't can, shop intoxicated. You to can any dress of... as a reindeer and you see a Grinch walking down the street, though. Yeah. Yeah. Or screw either one. Or Scrooge. Yeah. Or Scrooge. But yeah, that was the, I know we're talking about my attractions, but the Christmas Carol technically would be an attraction, right? Yeah, no, so, definitely. But my yeah, tourists, tourists can be poopy, but for the most part, I just love, I, I just love 
the tourists. I, I love your positivity after all the craziness. Well, <laughs> well, you know, and then it's like people, one of my favorite things is, uh, um, uh, I call him a friend, I guess, uh, who's blind and came to see the Lost Museum. And I found out they were blind, or one was, took them by myself down to the Lost Museum. And he, I made him touch everything. everything. Like, like, put your hand here. You know, oh. And then feeling the rumble. And since then, he's he's made it his mission to open up his own uh, Lost Museum and theater and try to do as many tactile for hearing or visually impaired. That's fabulous. Just fun. I mean, just things like that. It's, I just like, I don't know. Bringing happiness to people. Yeah. That's what you do. Joy to yeah. the yeah, <coughs> yeah. Sorry. I cry when I watch Matilda. So give me a break. It's a new Matilda on that. I saw it and I cried. Did you? My okay. wife patted me on the head. Was it good? I cried, Jeff. That doesn't mean it was because good. the production value was shit. No, it was awesome. <laughs> okay. You no, know, it was. Uh, it, it makes uh, uh, it cuts out. I want to say unnecessary, but it cuts out the over-the-top humor in the musical and makes it a little more on the real side. And it's very touching and wonderful. And I think that's what makes me, like when kids, yeah, for some reason we become adults and it's, I don't like it. Yeah. So that's why, you know, come come do fun stuff. Ad- Go to Disney, do something. I was going to say you have an adult playhouse. But yeah, I don't that's know if it's the best. It's no, just a playhouse. That's not the word you use. <laughs> no. Right. My kids and I and Orsina went into Boston uh, yesterday and there's this awesome park and it's got the spongy floor you know it's outside and it's this huge slide it's like a thousand feet long you know and we're like oh wow we're gonna go up that slide and there's six thousand signs everything's in thousands by the way there's six thousand <laughs> signs that says slide is intended for three to twelve years only and we we're trying we're like why why and we did it anyway <gasps> and you didn't die and all, no it and was only fine. three parents looked at us a little bit but i went down the bottom of the slide and I said, I'm 12. I'm 12 in here. That's what I said. I just think adults need to find, just skip down the street, you know, do some, that's what I'm, Absolutely. so I'm just building it one attraction at a time. Although some of them are scary. This one is not. No, but scary. definitely brings out your inner child. I would hope so. I just I love mean, seeing when people light up. There's a magic realm with vampires and evil yes. eyeball things and stuff dragons and evil eyeball things <laughs> the, the, the book it went like Argh. oh the dragon eye book yeah yeah but that's more the dark magic is more like uh i think like harry potter adjacent where it's not completely scary but you don't have to go into the as the wizard says you don't have to go into the dark magic realm if you don't want to that's almost the wizard that's but almost. everyone will want everybody to. will everyone everyone oh, loves yeah. a little bit of dark magic. everyone's gonna love this place when they get into it I my know, mouth I, was open. I saw it. For most of it. I saw it. So cool. I saw it too. I'm sure you probably love seeing the reactions. Are you in this room when it's starting? We In theory, when it happens. No, because this room is monitored by cameras. But when we did the sneak previews, um, we'd have one person in here. And my brother was in here. And he is like me, except more. Like He's, a, he's an imp. He's just like, <laughs> all the time. I love it. And he was in here. It's and not he, an exaggeration. No, not at all. And he watched everybody watch it. And that was his favorite part. He And he didn't get sick of it. I'd get sick of hearing, you know, the Raven going, ah, here it is now. I'd be like, shut up, Raven. But he watched everybody, what they loved, you know, looking around. And so that's important to me is reactions. So sometimes we'll go with people and 
like with you guys, I kind of stand back a little bit and, and then I tell you what it's going to be. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, this is going to be something else. I just love it. I love just, I, I, yeah, fun, fun. Everybody should have fun. Everybody should have fun. So, Salem so, podcast where people have fun. So I'm, I'm going to ask you our uh, uh, typical question here, which we've asked all the interviewed people. Oh, God. Interviewees. Interviewees. That's the term. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Sarah pulls it right out. So, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, caveat Ooh. On, on this one. You, you cannot pick your own designed wizard. I can't. Oh, oh, I know where this is going. Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, so, uh, Professor Spindlewink is uh, not allowed mm. to be chosen mm. as your answer. So, with that mm. exempt, who is your favorite Witcher wizard? Yeah, it's, it's very difficult because I, listening to your podcast, the proof is that James Lurgio said it was Meg Mucklebones, who's, who I agree is right up there, short lived, poor. I mean, she's just trying to get some food and her head gets lopped off. I'm like, come on. She's just trying to get, she's hungry, you know? So I really, Meg Mucklebones is one of my favorites, witches. Um, and Wizard, it's the first uh, Dumbledore. Because he was, he was so nice. He talked like this. Harry, Harry, I need some water. I can't, can, just a little uh, something. He, I thought he embodied a, a kind, I, I just, I loved that first Dumbledore. Second, I thought Michael. Harry Potter, did you put your name in the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he was I a was little more. I was he was way more aggressive than like, that. Harry Potter. Yeah, he's like, oh, Harry, your life is over. <laughs> I'm going to go pull stuff out of my head right now. Yeah, he was just. I like that actor too, but I would say for a wizard, definitely the first Dumbledore, which is Richard Harris. Richard. Also in Camelot, by the way. He was the King Arthur in the musical Camelot. Oh. Ah, I didn't I didn't know. Well that. now you do. Yeah. The more you know. Thank you. But which is it it's tough. I've seen so many witches that I like. So I, it's, I can't really, you know that dumb, it was really dumb and I've watched it too many times, but the, um, Hansel and Gretel, the like cosplay Hansel and Gretel with, wait, where they're like, they're, they're war, killers, they're fighters, yeah, yeah yep. they're witch hunters. <laughs> I have not seen that. It could have been, it just went so wrong. And, uh, what's Famika? Oh, Jensen. Jensen, Famika Jensen. Yeah. She's, I'm like, wow, you really just took this paycheck. Good well, for you. <laughs> but she really tried hard. And I thought there were fun moments in that, but certainly not my favorite witches. Uh, but I, yeah, I can't really. Oh, I do. I do. I do have a favorite. Oh, oh it has. There's a light bulb that literally. Just yes, I just remembered. And this is a witch. Who? You can't deny it. It's Ogra from Dark Crystal. Oh, my God. I uh, love that movie. Ogre. She was my, and Kurt, Kurt would agree, my brother. She's just, she's like, mm. you know, she's, she's like a elderly hippie. 
So as soon as I walked into your crystal realm, yeah. that's how I felt. It did get a dark I crystal gave, vibe. It gave dark crystal vibes. You need vibes, a 100%. Yes. I know. I need more of a dark crystal vibe in there, but yes. Dark crystal, a genius. Don't watch the... No, do. I haven't what, even... Are you kidding? Really? Is it good? It's just, so good. Well, it's great, but you know what's coming. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen the dark crystal. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but they're the last of their kind. The... Uh, Gelflings. The Gelflings. There's only two of them. Thank but, God they're not related. And then, you know, and then you do the prequel where there's Gelflings galore. And, you know, by the end of the series, they're, they're all, all dead. Out. Yeah. Which they're I love. Dead. I think that's fantastic. Yes. And it, but it, it pulls your heart a little good, bit harder. Though. Good. And the effects are fantastic. And they, they nod to all the. And I'm so sad. All right. I'll I, give it a whirl. I wanted a second. I wanted a season two. And it's. it's you can't. They're all but dead, they, they Jeff. Could have done, they, we could have seen. What do you see? Go horror. even further yeah. back. You see the. Was it. Fezzig? Is that the little... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you see that guy rolling around for two... Nah. What do you see? There's nothing left. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> but Dark Crystal's fantastic. Yeah. Dark Crystal? And it's also Miss Piggy, if you think about it. I'm Miss Piggy? Shit. <laughs> that's thumping. It's, it's probably just the wizards are like I, calling I, you too. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably like, like the connection is weak. Yeah, but everything just wants to. It, that magic door wants to open. It's yeah. like you guys going to see the come, magic realms or not? Downstairs. Yes. If you come in, you get to see a magic door and cauldron and raven and there was some other creature that skidded somewhere and there was yes. fire and a wizard and a, yeah. a map that opens on its own. Yeah, and then the uh, the shaking pots and pans when the spell goes wrong. Oh, so cool. Do you know where that spell is from, you nerds? No, I was wondering no. where the, because it sounds obviously a different language. You're not the, nerds then, I guess. Not nerdy enough. Sorry, I, I recognized the Elvish. I don't know where You did, right? Yeah. Right? And then, yes. And the, the magic door, when it opens, he says, uh, um, open friends, uh, friend. He, he speaks the Elvish word for friend, but oh. then he says, a mon, mon revelare, or mel mon revelare, which means friends open, open friends. But uh, I don't speak French. No, but the little Easter eggs I have in here, one is uh, my wife is Swiss German. So the goat thing over here on the wizard's desk is the, it's called a cantone from where her parents grew up. And her mom recently uh, passed away, but got to see this room with the cantone. She's like, oh, because you see the goat is kind of well endowed there a little uh -huh. bit. But it's a goat. That's how they, that's how they roll. Yeah. But there's a statue in Schaffhausen where they're from, and there's a statue of a goat, and it's just got a huge set. I mean, it's a huge <laughs> golden, and the Swiss are very proud of it. They're like, oh, look, there's our goat. So that's, there's some Swiss German when the wizard speaks. Oh. And then because my mom is French-Canadian, there's French. So, and I try to do Easter eggs in here. So the Easter egg that I'm trying to get to is when the wizard makes a mistake and everything moves around, that's the... Um, Substitutionary locomotion spell from bed knobs and broomsticks, which I love that movie. Okay, if you haven't seen I it, I haven't seen it. Oh my god, oh, are you guys like I have 12? Seen. When do you stop? What you're like, nah, bed knobs and broomsticks. I know, I haven't seen bed knobs. I, do you like Angela Lansbury? Yes, yes. I, I haven't starring seen it probably in, in a decade or more. Watch it, so yeah, again, I got a lot of. I love that, the animation and live action. But I, I kind of do nods to that, and then I'll be, once this is ready to go, is like your walking tour, for example. 
the logo is going to be on one of the books. But I think it's going to be out in the lobby because in here, you're not going to notice it. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to do like a little, uh, and then the Elvish does the map. I was going to ask you what the Elvish says. I believe it says, if you can read this, you are a nerd and we love you for it. <laughs> I believe it's what it says in Elvish. That's, yeah. that's perfect. So we're trying to do more things like that. If you look look around, there's um, uh, the hand up there in the corner. Yep. That's Jamie Lannister's hand. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes. Those of you who grew up in the early 80s, all of these books on the shelf here are from the Time Life series of magical stuff. So there's witches and wizards and there's that. And then... Uh, Obviously the Raven. The Book of Monsters is up there. I did notice that one earlier. Uh, and then nods to different realms. Like there's a dragon egg over there. Um, a plant. There's going to be a huge plant up there that's growing. Uh, there's some dark magic Aud realm Audrey stuff in three, here. Or? It would be Audrey um, 4. Okay. Okay. Because we have an Audrey 3 in the Lost Museum. So this would be Audrey 4. Audrey just four. a baby. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I just kind of, for me, I like little... And I may make a thing where you can, hey, try to find this. I try to find that. I'm not sure. It's just a baby. This mm -hmm. is a, a child. This attraction is a child, and I'm going to grow it, but not too old. Because then it would, you know, just be grumpy and do taxes. Oh, taxes. Sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to say taxes. Yeah. It's February. It's probably done. It's, it, no, right now it's not done. It, no, not It needs no. to get done. So, yeah. So cool. All right, couple last Salem-centered questions before we leave you today. Okay. Rapid fire. Are you a coffee or tea drinker? I'm, well, tea in the morning, but then no coffee, cappuccino only. Cappuccino Must only. Must be cappuccino. And from where? Must be good. Well, I love Odd Meter. Fun fact, I saw Jeff Lilly and his posse Walking, <laughs> walking with odd meter cups when it first opened. And I said, how is it? And very nicely you said, oh, you, you know, they got the order wrong and stuff. And blah, blah, blah. and I thought, oh, no. And I went there and got my first cup. And I was like, oh. Huh. Then I went back. And I just love, I, I think they do such really? cappuccino. Espresso, I think they just, it's a. I, I think I went on day one. Yeah, yeah. you guys did. You braved the elements. Yeah. I and, just uh, loved that coffee. And I was like, yeah, it was good. And I was like, went back and it was, uh, it's one of these opening day. Uh, yeah, you never go opening yeah. day. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, Jeffrey get, goes opening I, day. I go opening day. Don't ah. go everything. Um, but then you go back, go back a couple weeks later. And uh, now I go back like a lot. Yes. And they're closed on Tuesdays. <sighs> they are very selfish. But I, I would say Odd Meter and Cappuccino. Paul Newman for tea. And that's at home. Just me and Paul. So oftentimes people ask us like, you know, what should I do in Salem? What's your favorite thing to do in Salem? Oh boy. If you had like one spot, like what's your go-to spot? And doesn't it can be a store, can be a, a green space, whatever. Where's your spot in Salem that you like to go? And I don't know if he want he may not want to share this cuz then people will find you. But mm -hmm. All right. I obviously not going to say my stuff and it's not even touristy. So my favorite spot is indeed Forest River Park. I grew up swimming in the ocean and in the pool. All, my mother would say every day in the summer. And uh, 
learned how to swim and learned how to turn a rock into a pirate ship. And you played on it all day because the tide would come up and sink your ship. <laughs> like That's the ship's right. sinking. It's like four hours later, the ship, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And then that Forest River Park is the first place where Orsina, my wife, and I kissed. Oh, my goodness. At a tree. The tree is cut down, but sometimes we stand on the stump and kiss there. And, uh, yeah, and I just, it's. Yeah, I just love Forest River Park. If you ever like, I need to walk around in a circle ten times. I I, I spent a good part of uh, the pandemic there, uh, and there's you know when you there's the big rock outcropping. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love just to go there and just like watch. And I think I've probably said this before, mm-hmm. and uh, I know that that rock in theory uh, has been there for since before 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 times, and the mm-hmm. amount of people before us and before us and before anyone who looked like us even lived here, people probably sat on that rock and looked out into the same harbor and for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Aww. And it's, it's just like a spot that I... Yes. So. Well, you know, the woman that I kissed who I'm now married to for blah, blah, blah years, she's my rock. Oh. <laughs> That's for you, Beth. And cute. Yeah. So cute. And we're yeah. done. And that's it. Welcome to Salem. Well, thank you, Eric, so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Do you, do you have before we were out? Uh, obviously, uh, where we are now, Professor Spindlewinks uh, opening this spring. Uh, do you have anything else you want to promote? We've talked about all your things extensively, but if we, if we missed anything, we have plenty of special events, especially at Gallows Hill. We uh, do the Ghosts and Legends trolley, which is a fun nighttime trolley tour. It's more funny than it is scary, and people line up for that. I've never st- done that before. I kind of want to do yeah, that. I'll get you guys on there. You do student for a price. tours. Uh, what? Student tours. Student. Oh, we do groups. Student groups. Yeah. They love Gallows Hill. Yeah. They love the show. It's so much fun. And then we do uh, a newest one, which is called Guilty, a Salem Witch Trial. And you, the audience of no more than 42 people, are on trial for witchcraft. The whole audience. So you know it going in, and then the judge or the Puritan takes random people, puts them up on the podium, and then they start asking them the questions like, what contract have you made with the devil? It is funny, but we play it serious, and uh, then we try to give them all the accurate information, which even we don't know if it's entirely true. Like, we think. There are things that are contested. Yes, That's yes. Fair. But it, it's fun because, again, audience participation. So guilty. Yeah. Guilty. I just like saying it. Guilty. <laughs> guilty as charged. Wow, that's great. Well, fair enough. Uh, yeah. So all of those, all of, all of your businesses, all of your programs will be uh, in the show notes. Uh, so, oh. you can, so you can, if you're listening, you're like, oh, I want to check out whatever. Click on, click on the link. Oh, that's. And buy tickets and come to Salem and do all the things, and uh, walk down to Forest River Park. Well, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. We will be back. I can assure you of that. This place we'll is just back. way too cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Congratulations. Uh, this place is, is definitely uh, going to be going to be one of the cool cool things to do. What was it called? Just I was curious. What's the whole name, Sarah, called? The, you guys are looking at me like, I'm going to get it wrong. Professor Spindlewinks, World of Wizardry. Oh, nailed it. And who's that? Nailed it. Who's that? That is Eric. You didn't even say it Ooh, right. Don't look at feisty. me like that. Yeah. You say it. Why don't you say it? You say it. Lily. Rodenheiser. 
Oh, you said it. Now you said it right. <laughs> he wasn't saying it right before today. No, we learn, we live, we love. We die. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you later.